bottom bottom nation what's up i am not in my apartment right now i'm in the green room in columbus ohio because i'm on fucking tour okay i'm coming to pittsburgh i'm going out to irvine california i'm going to madison wisconsin and we've got more dates that we're adding all the time. So go to ashleyevan.com, get on the text list. And if you'd like to support my special, my comedy special that's coming out, head on over to patreon.com slash WHGS. We've got tons of bonus content there. I just uploaded some new stand-up comedy there. We got bonus episodes of the podcast, yada, yada, yada. It's fantastic. And it really helps me. It pays everybody on the team. We have a team, four staff members on the team, plus my new podcast host, Maddie, she is going to be staying permanently. They are so, so, so funny. Um, we'll have Bree back on from time to time, but I know you've been begging for more Maddie, and we just found out that they're going to say, and I'm so excited about that. But on this episode, we have Brianne Williamson co-hosting my Chancellor Cancellor, and I'm so excited. I finally got her. You've been begging. Jade Fox, huge YouTuber, uh, style YouTuber, but also so, so funny, and I found out that she did stand-up comedy at one point. We talked. We talk about that a little bit. We should talk about her straight experiments in high school. It's a really fun episode. Um, just a great vibe all around because, all th- frankly, all three of us are really, really just very funny and clever on this episode. It's a really good time. And I'm so glad that she uh, came on. It's not one to miss. All right. Have a great week, guys. Listener, this episode is brought to you by Helix, my absolute favorite mattress. I am getting the best sleep of my life on a Helix. And you can, too, if you go over and take their little quiz their two-minute quiz is going to match you with the perfect mattress for you, and you'll be sleeping like a baby in no time. And right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I came out like maybe the day after I realized I was gay. And, uh, and then I came out again to my parents when I was 19. Were they cool? It wasn't dramatic enough for me. Like my dad, <laughs> my dad was like, you know, oh yeah, I already knew. I was like, shut up. <laughs> and then my mom, she took that time to give me the sex talk, but she was not correct about any of the information. She was like, okay, now AIDS, it's going to be closer to you now. I was like, I don't think <laughs> In the apartment, Jade, we just start whenever. There's Again, it's chaos. There's no format. We'll probably put the stand-up in. I don't fucking know. We're, we just like to have a good time. We are not in the apartment. We are in the Milwaukee hotel room, and we are having gay sex. And this week, we are having gay sex with long-time requested, very stylish, yes. too cool to be on my podcast, to be perfectly honest. Jade Fox, hey. pew, 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 pew. no soundboard today. Thanks for being here, Jade. I really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me. I, can I say something earnest and vulnerable? Yes. I bought a suit a few weeks ago. Nice. And I watched your suit video on the recommendation of one of my podcast listeners. Oh, that's nice. cool. Did you did yeah. you get what you needed from it? 
Do you like your suit? Yeah, actually, I, yeah, I did. I really, I really like the way I look. I guarantee it. Nice. Um, but the, that's a men's warehouse. I don't know if anyone got that reference. <laughs> I was going to ask if that's Alex, where you got it Alex, did you from. get it? No, no, no. I did not get it from. <laughs> I did not get it from men's warehouse. I actually got it. I got it from like a medium fancy place and I had it tailored. And I remember you talking about the wrist bone and the oh. sleeve and everything. Yeah. yeah. And I looked, I felt, I felt good. And it was, it was like one of those moments where I thought, oh my God, as a gay person, I've never felt good in formal wear until this moment today. I mean, I'm 34 years old. Isn't that crazy? I'm glad that you had that. That's amazing. Yeah, that's a cool experience. I will say Jade's content helps me big time because personally, I a lot of time like to dress more masculine. However, I have a big rack. Like my boobs are out of this <laughs> fucking world. It's it, to the point that sometimes like, on the occasion I bring them out, my friends are like, holy fuck, where have those things been? <laughs> I will say very masculine of you to call them a big rack. <laughs> I, that was the that was the very dad way of referring to your yes. titties. I will I will say yes. that. Yes, I feel like I don't like really, I don't know, they're like a different part of me. Like I don't really like associate with my boobs. Yeah. Like they're my own in a weird way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I yeah, feel that. I just, feel the same way. I feel yeah. like because I'm black, they're just titties, and that's all I can call them. <laughs> the shape and color, it's titty-ish. <laughs> I don't know if there's okay. another word to use for it. <laughs> what shape and color is booby? And then we're doing like an aura. This sounds like someone who bird sage would have this discussion. Like, what color is the aura of oh. your booby? <laughs> oh. Are you asking me? Yes. Um, well, you know, just what because the aura of your titties are. <laughs> We're working with these deep, you know, rich jewel tones, kind of give you like a nice purple, kind of a nice mm-hmm. purple, dark areola moment, you know, just mm-hmm. feelings that um, of tranquility. I like Ooh, to believe. Nice. <laughs> I'm imagining one of those giant sphere shaped like fountains that you sometimes see at a park yes. <laughs> and then the water comes out and you're like, who made this? Yes. Who's lactating? What, what are you doing? <laughs> My areolas are just halos for my titties. They're just really close to them. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that is peaceful and spiritual and tranquil. Mine are the opposite. I feel like of tranquil. Mine are just like chaotic, wild. They're always getting in the way. I'm trying to fucking (laughs) get them out of here, and they're always just popping up. So Jade's content is very helpful for that. If you if you're out there and you have big titties or a big rack, but you prefer to dress more masculine, check out that content. I have medium. I like when they're smaller because mine like really they are the first place where when I gain weight, they get bigger. Or if I'm like on my period, that's the first place my weight goes. And I think for a lot of women, they would like love that. But for me, I like them when they're a little bit smaller. And I'm not a huge fan of my tits. The way that I would describe my tits personality is like an <laughs> is like a 65 year old Jewish man in the entertainment business in New York. <laughs> like they have a vibe of very much like I've seen it all, kid. <laughs> like that. That's how I would describe my tits. I don't know why. I just picture them being dry. <laughs> They're dry. Dry. It's actually when I my my uh, I'm getting my eggs frozen, and my my doctor said, "Listen, it's powdered in there, so you're gonna have it's to like find a, a nurse." It's like freeze dried banana slices. <laughs> yes, that's that's actually what my areola is. Delicious, honestly. I love it. Um, well, this is good. Ah, oh, solid banter up top. I like when it's just easy 
Jade, not everyone is easy. This is another thing I do on the podcast. I shit on all the other <laughs> guests that we've had. Yes. And then I pretend that they'll never find out about it, even though it's like super easy. But I'm not actually shitting on them. Yeah. But sometimes it's easier to talk to some people than others. Yeah. yeah, I've learned that here in Portland, it's hard to talk to people because as soon as they like see me, they think I want to talk about what's everything wrong in the world and racism. And I'm like, no, I'm just black and I'm just here in this grocery store trying to buy some fucking pineapple. <laughs> it's like everything has to like, it's almost like for people to talk to me and feel like, like I got something out of it. They need to like round it back to like social oh. justice. And I'm like, no girl. So well, you, exhausting. you are in Portland. So <laughs> yeah, that is kind of the cap. I would say the capital of white guilt. It's the, <laughs> so the epicenter of Mitch match earrings. <laughs> is that a is that a white guilt thing mismatch earrings? i just when i think I'm not, i don't even have when i just think of like white queer culture i just think of mismatch earrings that's so true you and see so, them come in and it's just like oh one's we're about to have a conversation yeah <laughs> oh i guess that is true i see that a lot at sunday school my show in new york i do see a lot of like one massive earring and then like another little tiny mm -hmm. one but people are upset in Portland. They're very sad. Oh, for and sure. I think they're looking when I would guess that when that happens, they're looking for some you to uplift them would be my I guess. I think they see me and they're like progress. Oh, they're, God. I think they see me and they're like, hey, hey, guys, look around. Things are <laughs> things are changing. Things are changing. There's a black woman at the grocery store. <laughs> Progress. Let me talk to her. Isn't that crazy yeah. that she has the money to buy groceries? What a great time we live <laughs> oh in. Yes. God. Yes. It's very that. There's a lot of signs outside of places that are like, we stand with the black community. And honestly, it's like, if it's like a shoe repair place... <laughs> Like, I don't care. No, I'm much. sure you're like, thank God. Yeah, it's like I'm not bringing my Jordan 4s into this, like, <laughs> 1950s style shoe repair place. That's so funny, though, because sometimes when you book a hotel, it'll say LGBTQ friendly. Yeah. And and it's not until that moment that I'm actually worried about the hotel not being LGBTQ friendly. Yes. It almost has the reversed effect. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, it's like, should I feel unsafe about going to a shoe cobbler? I didn't even have the thought. Exactly. And then it's just like a feel sort of reminder that danger's all around. <laughs> <laughs> Look out. Not here. But generally. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> Not Here's good, but in general, though, yeah. <laughs> it does feel like uh, it's like performative or whatever. I mean, I guess I don't know what happens at the LGBT crew friendly hotel. Someone someone calls you the F word and you can run to the receptionist and be like, can I can I get bonus points? I'll tell you what happens. They don't give you two queen beds when you book with two. <laughs> feminine names they give you one king as requested as requested this is actually a great great philosophical question when you go on a vacation with a significant yeah. other do you want a king bed situation or a queen bed situation discuss brie go. i would like the king bed because usually if you get the king bed then there's also some sort of seating area to make up for the space in the room, <laughs> which I, I find nice. I like that, especially if I'm on vacation, you then I can have a, I sit there and have a drink not sitting on my bed. 
Jade? I fuck with the two beds because I like space. Also, um, if you're planning to have sex in that hotel room, I've noticed that the bed is always closer to the wall when there's two beds in there. Mm. Therefore, you utilizing that little space between the wall and the, the bed. Ah, for leverage. For leverage, uh, <laughs> just support even. Um, sometimes if you just get scared and don't want to see the door and you're that's there by true. yourself. That, yeah, that's true. I, I could go either way because as a person who sometimes wants my own bed, like let's say I'm having hip pain <laughs> because I'm ancient. <laughs> the the queen bed pain. is great to hop into for a pain situation. Uh, Have you ever had the two beds and then you went in with the assumption that you both will be sleeping in a separate bed? And then you had to have the conversation that uh, she wants to sleep in the same bed. I have not. I think if I ever told a woman on the way into a hotel room that we would be sleeping in different beds, I would be immediately executed. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I don't. Don't you feel like that's a great way to get into an argument with someone? By the way, <laughs> I booked us two beds so that you can be as I far as possible from me. Because girls like I talk about. Sometimes I find myself talking about women as if I am not one. Mm. I'm like women. They oh, they God. want cuddle. They always want a spoon. <laughs> Let me give me some space. As if you, know? you are the most needy fucking <laughs> lesbian I've ever talked to. You can call me. You're a like dyke. love me. You thought I paused because I didn't want to say dyke. What's the difference? <laughs> it felt like you might not want to say. Dyke. I was like lesbian. What'd you say? Is Jay? there a difference? What is the big difference between? What's the vibe check between dyke and lesbian? I think the vibe check is whether or not you want to go to the Harley Davidson <laughs> Museum in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> or in Ashley's case, if she would just like to go to what were you going to go to? The nature fucking exhibit. That's <laughs> Can't you just go outside? <laughs> Thank you. What was that? <laughs> I was going to go. I, there's er, there's like uh, kayaking in the city of Milwaukee. You can kayak the Milwaukee River. Okay. That's some white That's shit right there. City kayaking, yeah. urban kayaking or whatever. <laughs> this is like, this was like part of the reason why I could, like if I wasn't in a relationship, I honestly, I don't know what I would have done um, trying to date here because everyone likes to do outdoor stuff. I mean, that's why they live here yes. in Portland. It's green yes. and it's hiking, beautiful. super beautiful, but I don't want to do any of that shit. Yeah. None of it. Really? I'm not even a little bit. I, I like it. I enjoy it, but not too much because of my, my hip. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I can do like a, like a little baby hike, you know what I mean? Like a hike that lasts yeah, about like 12 yeah. minutes and then it's over and we get that's Starbucks. me. I'm, I'm like a, it shouldn't, Take hours and hours. We should probably introduce ourselves. <laughs> Fair. We're at that time. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, as I said, we're we're in the Milwaukee hotel room. We're having gay sex with Jade Fox today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jade, I think one of my listeners is responsible for this because <laughs> what happens when I can't reach someone, I start to say to the listeners, well, why don't you try and get them? <laughs> because I'm not doing a good enough job. Ye- and I think someone commented, and and that's how we got your attention. You got you had a few people commenting. You've got yeah. people on the ground pulling up the bootstraps mm-hmm. for this fucking street podcast. team. That's what the it's the bottom nation street team. That's <laughs> dead ass. That's what we've got. I think it was just um, like I got one, and then this was also around the time where like a lot of white lesbians are trying to get me on their podcast. And so I'm going to be honest. I had, I had, uh, my reservations, um, some trauma. There was some trauma. I needed to heal from that. I needed to heal from last year. I yeah. didn't know about this Jade until a few days ago, just FYI. Yeah. 
When I reached out, we started the podcast in Ashley's April different than the rest of the white lesbians. I'm not don't like worry, them. Jane. You don't understand. <laughs> I'm one of the good ones. Oh, no, no, no. But I totally I totally understand that probably in the month of June you had like four thousand interview requests. Yeah. Uh and I I may have judged you and I apologize for that because this is a cool <laughs> vibe. No, you can judge. We're, well, we're just at the well, beginning. Just wait. Yeah. It's worse from here. I will say it's not a cool vibe. <laughs> it's a neurotic, neurotic high anxiety vibe. Can I just say, Ash, it, the idea, I don't know why I now have this fixated in my mind, the idea of you in a kayak going down a city river gives me the not biggest good. ick. Like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> like, the idea of you just, like, there with your fucking paddle. What about me in a life jacket? You don't like me in a life jacket? It's not really the life jacket. It's just you, like, something about the the kayak movement and then you, like, the looking around at the sights. Like, it's just too much. I'm a dweeb, and I'm going to have a rash guard on <laughs> and a bucket hat. As you should. Because I'm not getting sunburned. Okay. You need to have, like, the strip um, of a... Uh, do people actually do that in real life? The strip of, like, sunscreen, like... Yeah, yeah, the zinc. I love the zinc. I fuck with zinc. Like the mineral zinc? I like it when they had the colors. I don't know what it is, but it, you can get it in like purple. Lit. <laughs> oh anyway, uh, we introduce ourselves in this format. Jade, copy it. Basically, it's whatever you want the people at home to know about you. Okay. Uh, Ashley Gavin, Siske, white woman, she, her pronouns. God, I say that so fast now, it does feel like one word. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, the tour dates, the Patreon, those are very helpful things. Please <laughs> indulge yourself in my website <laughs> today. And then, oh, fuck, I don't have a rhyme. Fuck, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Hold on. Let's see if I can improvise it. Canada, Canada, across the border. Uh-huh. Um, we did, we've done geese. We've done mm-hmm. moose. Something with maple syrup. Mm-hmm. What else? What else is going on? Not much. Honestly, that's all we do up here. Just geese, yeah. moose, and maple syrup. So I don't really have anything Some else Some kind to... of hockey thing? Perhaps a hockey slap shot. Ah. Uh, this is, is really this... fun being part of this. This is... Are, y- are y'all rapping? <laughs> no. No. God, no. I do... It, I, I can see why that may have been interpreted as... Horrible slam poetry. <laughs> Canadian slam poetry. Just me being like maple syrup, <laughs> slap shot, hockey, Canada, up north. I feel. Ash always I gives me some sort of poem at the I start. I do like a rhyme or a riff or like a funny pun. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But I do, I'm, I'm just like exploring the Canadian word space uh. to try and figure out. Ah, fuck. Too I'm so happy to be part of this flannel. brainstorming process. This is great. Flannel. I'm wearing a flannel. Flannel's on my mantle. Flannel. Oh. <laughs> Next to my antlers and my sandals. <laughs> okay, Jade did it for me. The Chancellor Cancellor to keep me from getting canceled. Brianne Williamson, everybody. Hello. I'm Brianne Williamson. <laughs> Bree, do you even want to do this anymore? Just be honest with me. You no, don't have to do this. This is great. I just, this, it was quite the buildup. Like, you know, I just, it, it was, was, you were edging me for a while there. I'm Brian Williamson. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm a lesbian. You can find me anywhere at Brian Williamson or at I Can Explain Podcast. Oh, yes, yes. Go watch Bree's <laughs> podcast. It's probably better than this one. <laughs> and then our guest, huge YouTuber, content creator, 
very funny, a lot of content on style. Jade Fox, do you mind introducing sure. yourself? Sure. My, <clears throat> excuse me, my name is Jade Fox. I've been making stuff online for a long time for gay people to laugh at other gay people. <laughs> and um, I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere, baby. Google me, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. But I don't really be talking that much. I don't really, I just be talking shit on my TikTok. I'm at the point in my content creator uh, life where I'm caring less about things, but I made a lot of stuff and it's all really good. So you should check it out. It is. It's very high quality and you're very respected. Mm-hmm. Like everyone that I've had on, like really respects your work. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll say that. And that's that's definitely something as a comedian. I'm like, oh, yeah, I that. get no respect. Is that a thing in the content? What's that? <laughs> I thought you were about to say, like, as a comedian, I get no respect. <laughs> oh, I get no respect. My wife. Oh, um, but I, I don't know. I don't feel in comedy. There's like a reverence for people that are like professional and really good at their jobs. Yeah. I don't necessarily get that when I'm talking to content creators. Mm. I don't, I never get that vibe. What do you mean? It's on the one hand, people are really eager to collaborate, which I love. Like, I love that people like want to work with other people. But on the other hand, it feels like it might just be about followers and views, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what? It's a, it's, it's weird because when I started creating content, like if you're a content creator, like that was fucking weird. Like it was like you're Mm -hmm. like it's a weird thing that you're doing. It's not a real job. What is that even about Mm. to seeing now how people are like just fighting to the nail to become content creators? I'm like, y'all, this is you can just start like this is not a job that anyone has ever asked anyone to do. Like You can (laughs) you can just do it. Yeah, you can just you don't have to be booked to do this job. You just go. (laughs) Clearly, I will say agents. Right. Exactly. This is what it (laughs) says. But what and you know what? Especially in the gay content creator space, just do it because people are just lapping this shit up. They need it. There's not a lot of it. But I will say like when because with comedy, it's almost like there's a vibe of selling out. Like there are people that are really good at the craft and they get they're deeply respected by comedians almost because they've never made it made it. And they're just epically good comedians that no one's ever heard of or very few people have ever heard of and there's almost like a deeper respect people for are so fucking weird like liking people not being successful like what is that i know it's so it's bizarre. so odd it's the opposite of the content create so there's jade honestly and i i hope i don't sound like i'm sucking your dick <laughs> but you're like really one of the only content creators that like i've heard people are like oh yeah her stuff is mm-hmm. great like people say that about you high just quality so that you know that Thanks. Whereas Brie and I just a shit show. We get dragged every day. <laughs> no one's fucking safe. I'm just like shit posting 24/7. <laughs> well, and like it's not a craft for me in the same way that it is for you guys. I I really did this because comedy is my craft and it, I didn't know how to get people to get buy tickets. Mm-hmm. And it and this has worked. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Let's talk about mm-hmm. gay sex. Okay. <laughs> so, my story today is not great. Oh. But I love when she says that. So now we're just disappointed from the start. They're 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 almost better when I say that up front because it puts the pressure on you guys to come up with funny riffs to make it work. And sometimes the best stories that I bring to this aren't the best in delivery. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's really a 
you never know. You just never know. But today's story, I'm going to talk about a topic that I think everyone has experienced. Okay. Queer, queer longing and deep, deep simp, simp behavior. Okay. Because mm. I, I have alluded to my first high school girlfriend. Let's give her a name. Jade, my first high school girlfriend went on to get a PhD from Harvard wow. in an ancient dead language. She's a fucking genius. Tight. What do you what do you name that woman? <laughs> let's name her uh let's name her Wanda, but Wanda. J U A N A. Wanda. But pronounced Wanda. Yes. <laughs> got it. That's actually her name. I don't know how you got it. Is it that. really? <laughs> no, God, no. <laughs> That would be crazy. <laughs> that would be nuts. <laughs> but I I was deeply in love with Wanda starting at the end of seventh grade. When at gra- seventh grade graduation, she wore a red sweater to school and curled her hair. And I swear to God, there was a wind machine somehow. Mm-hmm. And we were, it was slow motion. And I just was desperately in love with her ever since. And we secretly dated in eighth and ninth grade. Oh. And she broke my heart twice. twice. This is the first <laughs> girl I had sex with. I mean, like, I was just crazy about I was, I was like, I also had that classic queer, tell me if you guys relate to this, that classic queer scarcity mindset where I was like, mm-hmm. well, if it's not Wanda, I'm never going to find anyone oh, else. Yep. And Wanda was so sweet to me. She would say things like, Ashley, as you get older, you're going to meet other women that like want to fuck women i was like what are you talking about plot twist wanda was actually your teacher (laughs) (laughs) as you grow up ashley (laughs) i know isn't it like so sage and wise i like how you're like she was so sweet and this is about the breakup conversation like you're just (laughs) thinking she's the kindest person because she told you that you will eventually fuck somebody else and I fully didn't believe it. I love that y'all were like 12 having this conversation. <laughs> yeah, like I know. what? <laughs> Isn't that nuts? That's crazy. I, but I really do think she was very smart and wise to say that to me. And maybe she identifies as straight. I only think she ever like kind of had a one more fling with a woman maybe in college. So maybe she was really viewing this as a straight. Ash is still jealous Someone- over that additional fling, by the way. I really am. I'm like, who the fuck was that bitch? Do you think that she's counting this? And when she like thinks back to all the relationships, does she count this one or does the, is this the ones that she like omits? Good question. I don't know. I see your heart breaking. Like, oh, the look in your my heart is actively because I've said this on the podcast before. Wow. Wow. That was a penetrating question. I might cry. <laughs> so I've said this on the podcast. I cry all the time, Jade. I'm a huge crier. Big fan of Because I bring I bring Brie on. I before Brie was like a a co-host, <laughs> I would bring bring Brie on the episodes where I would just weep. <laughs> Every time I'd show up and she'd just be crying and I'd be like, what the hell is going on? Like a breakup or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And then I wouldn't tell Brie what was going on. I would, cause I always wanted it to be fresh cause I'm such a fucking maniac. (laughs) You ever do that for content? Are you that type of creator? I can't anymore. Cause I, I embarrass myself way too fucking much. It's, it's, I had to pull the reins in a little bit when I'm like, like, let me hold back my tears, but let me turn on my camera first. And then talk about it. Like once I got to that point, I was like, oh girl, shit's dark. (laughs) Yeah. Ash is literally booking me as a guest to be a live audience to react to her fucking (laughs) tears. Like Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> it's so my life is so fucked up. <laughs> like normal people don't do no. this. They don't. No. Anyway, <laughs> she was my first. We had we had what I thought was sex, but at the time she said that she lost her virginity like a year later to this guy. Oh. And I remember when I heard that, my heart I was like no. <laughs> <That's>, no. What? <laughs> That's just what she said. She went up to Wanda and she said, no. <laughs> you were fully writing in your diary about this like magical moment of first, firstness and discovery. And she's like, yeah, I just went over that bitch's house. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, it was one of those moments where I was like, I don't know the answer to this. Like, you kind of lost your virginity twice. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you go and, and I, give her a PowerPoint I, presentation <laughs> on how, how she lost it twice. No, no, you are wrong. And I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> when did you hear her That's say this? So... <laughs> well, the thing is we were all, yeah, I know it is. It's isn't that, this is, well, that's the horrible thing about being a child, <laughs> a gay child, because it's all your friends and you're closeted and you're at sleepovers mm. and stuff. And you have to hear the woman you love tell her other friends how she had sex with some guy. Like mm. it's this heartbreaking. I don't think anyone's ever written a film that captures that moment, you know, of like you thought you fucked this girl first. And it turns out <laughs> Brad. Did. Like this being the most emotional, deep film concept of all time. <laughs> this girl is sleeping. It over. is. No, it is deep. I'm so sorry. Don't tell me that's not deep. Sorry. No, it was me. I fucked her first. <laughs> like yeah. what? It was. And that matters. Oh, it matters to Jesus. me. This is like No, it's not that I fucked her first. Is that Oh, sorry, go ahead. I Jake. was just going to say this is like when you're when you're like redoing your resume <laughs> once every like 2 2 3 years and like the jobs at the bottom that you had in high school that you're like maybe it's time to just take those off. Those those don't yes. matter anymore. That's what she did to you. Wanda's taking you off the resume. She, she took you off the body She was resume. like this experience mm -hmm. no longer matters. I'm in the straight field mm -hmm. now. Irrelevant. I don't need these gay experiences. Yeah. I can take fingering off my <laughs> skills. Middle school was a big time um, for fingering. It was. It was. People loved a finger. But anyway, I was in. I was desperately in love with this girl. She during tenth grade, her parents were professors, and I think her father was doing a a year in India, and so she went to India for a year. And I just, Heartbreak. I missed her every <laughs> I was just counting the days for Wanda to get back from India. And this was back in like the and 1700s. There's no way for you to contact. It was, it was there was no <laughs> way for me to, I mean, I was updating my Zanga regularly. Not Zanga. So she, she could read my Zanga. Mm. Wow. Um, but when she got back, she was pretty adamant that, she was not gay. <laughs> this is the whole thing about early gay memories. Are you a creep? Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like one of those things where it's like, am I being too persistent in a creepy way? Or am I just in love with my best friend who is closeted and repressed? And you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a weird... That's why I think a lot of gay people 
worry that we're predators because we've been stereotyped as predators. And then also you are kind of <laughs> lying in wait for a weak moment from your straight friend. Oh my mm, God. Mm-hmm. Well, my question to you is, as you were noticing all of these things and as you were hearing all of these things, was there a moment where you like talk to her about any of this? Were you like, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm going to break the silence. And you were going to like have that conversation or did you just like wait by the wayside and just saw your life pass you by? Jade, I was the least closeted gay person who thought she was in the closet. Mm -hmm. Like I actively was pursuing her. Like would be like, Hey, can I like buy you a snack after school? Oh, you want to go through for a walk through the park? Actively pursuing snacks were purchased. That's how you pursue that's how you pursue in high school. You get snacks after school. What else is there? There's snacks after school. That's true. Or, or a good step parent. <laughs> I feel like Either. the question is, is like, why, like, did you actually have this conversation with Wanda? Like, did you actually say to her, like, this is breaking my heart? Like, okay. yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm like in love with you. Like, she was like, I don't know what to tell you. But then we would like go on these emotional dates and never do anything physical mm. until one night we made a very bad decision to walk through Central Park together at midnight. <laughs> okay. Oh, you guys don't know. No, we don't know. You see a lot of like, there's like gay cruising going on oh. and like also people like doing drugs. It's like not a good idea to go to Central Park in the middle of the night. Especially okay. when you're 14. You when you're like 15, okay. 16. But I don't know what happened on that magical walk. But she was like, this is very romantic. Oh. And I was like, yeah. Well, I got to say, and- fuck Wanda. Because she kind of <laughs> just like played with your heart and, you know, wasted mm-hmm. your time. Yeah. Well, the thing is that I did finger her after the walk through the park. <laughs> so it was all worth it in the end. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the best part. I fingered her in my bunk bed because I had a bunk bed and (laughs) she had her first orgasm as given to her from another person. So in the end, are you sure? Or did she just think that's what she was supposed to do? No, she, (laughs) are you suggesting that Wanda lied to me? Well, I don't know. Wanda seems like the type that might've a user. Maybe. Yeah, might have just lied. Like, might have just thought that that's what you're supposed to do. A lot of, I, I mean, a lot of young people do that during sex, right? They think they're supposed to be a climax. Well, you guys want me to text her right <laughs> yes. now? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. One moment. <laughs> I do think that that's such a, I feel like I wish every queer kid um, was safe enough and felt comfortable enough to actively, loudly pursue their crushes. Mm-hmm. Because I gotta say, it gets rid of that fear of rejection early. Yes, early. Yes, you get used to it. Do you think that's? Do you think that's why so many queer people are so? Because there's like, you don't want to look like a creep, and women are scary. This is what I hear from a lot of young queer AFAB folks. They're so afraid of rejection. Yeah. But maybe it's because we just haven't been trained in the ways of real rejection, rejection from people we genuinely like so much at a young age. Mm -hmm. I just feel like with in a heteronormative space, the there's only the fear of them saying like, no, I'm not into dating you. But as soon as you're queer, there's the additional step of 
are they even also queer and into me? So yeah. it makes it like a two tier <laughs> approach. You like, you like out yourself, you out yourself and then you embarrass yourself. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. It's too much. Yeah, it's a, it's lot. a lot. Alex, this is the clip for TikTok. You out yourself and then you embarrass yourself. <laughs> it's true. It, it, I don't know, but I never had that. For whatever reason, I never had that worry. I've just been like, it's a rejection either way. So I might as well go try and finger this straight one. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm putting my fingers in her. <laughs> one thing or another. If what she says the, yes. What is the deal with fingering? That's a great question. <laughs> We're just, doing, is this what you did at the open mics? <laughs> What's the deal with fingering? Fingering. It's crazy. It's all the rage. Fingering. Just, What's the deal? I remember it being just, and maybe it's because like that really, that really awkward like period from, you know, middle school to high school, like maybe sex itself might be too like penetrative sex. Mm. Well, even though. In the in a in a broader context, yeah. like maybe that's more intimidating, and so like fingering is like, ooh, this is the soft spot. This is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I remember being more intimidated by fingering than literally anything else because I didn't want to like knock something out of place. <laughs> it's like Jenga. And and listen, if you haven't seen a tumbled over vagina, <laughs> knocked all over the place. No, middle school, high school fingering was a different vibe too because people didn't know the approach. So you went from you making out to like down the pants to just bang, 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 bang. Like it and, just... and it was never a soft fingering. Never, you never got like a nice, gentle. No. It was like, oh, that's your clit. I'm gonna break <laughs> like yes. that. That's no sensitivity. That's no, just one pace, one motion. Yes, for twelve minutes, <laughs> and then someone has to pretend that they come, aka Wanda. Yeah. For, for I don't think she did because we had had we had fingered before, <laughs> and she had never come. Okay, so for me, I'm so sorry. I don't want to break your heart was, all think, over again. I'm so sorry. I'll give you this. No, I think this was senior year, and man, like that was like <laughs> probably the first time I had ever like felt victory. Like I fucking, I fucking did it. Oh, I did this. Okay. That yeah, and uh, she still didn't want to be my girlfriend after that. So obviously, <laughs> thanks and goodbye, said Wanda. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, but that's my that's my gay sex from this week. <laughs> Listener, don't forget to support the Patreon, patreon.com slash WHGS. That's how we pay Alex. He is a full-time employee of the podcast. We could not pay him on ads alone. Me also. This is full-time work, so please consider going and donating. And in return for those donations, you get bonus episodes. You get comped tickets when I'm in your city. Um, You get extended, unfiltered, uncut episodes, um, weekly access to my Zoom stream of my show in New York, and lots of other stuff. Patreon.com slash WHGS. Listener, do not miss me when I'm in your city. I know you miss my TikToks and my Instagram posts, and sometimes you skip podcast episodes. I'm only in town once a year, so let me text you once a year when I'm in town. Or I can email you ashleygavin.com. There's going to be 25 cities on this tour. Don't miss your city. Listener, spring has sprung. Love is in the air, and that means you need your Helix mattress. You don't want to bring a girl home and have her crawl into your bed and feel like shit the next day, and then she takes it out on you and never sees you again. 
help your boothang get a good night's sleep on a Helix mattress. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex, take the two-minute mattress quiz, and you'll find out which mattress is best for you. And it's no stress. You get 100 nights to try it, and there's a 10 to 15-year warranty. So don't sweat this decision. But I know you're going to love it because you don't have to take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Uh, Jade, did you have gay sex this week? I, I didn't. My girlfriend's gone. I had gay sex with myself, but nice. I actually have a story nice. that is a, fing- a middle school fingering story. Beautiful. Uh, I love so, it. So... For some reason, every guy, and I mean every single guy, maybe with the exception of one, um, that I was interested in in school is now gay, which I find hilarious. Oh, my God. Uh, And so at the time, though, I was like messing with this one boy and he came over to my house and he was like a thick dude. Right. He was a thick Mm. dude (laughs) and he had really big fingers. And this is back. Oh, shit. I've actually wondered about this my whole fucking life. So I'm yeah. really glad. It was. Uh, I, I don't know why I haven't explicitly asked. But yeah, his fingers like had a, a length, a width and a height. Um, <laughs> it was actually back when back. If you went to Ikea dot com, you could get the dimensions of the yes, fingers. assembly instructions. Huge. Yes. <laughs> and this was like back when Burger King was doing their chicken fries campaign. And so I remember distinctively thinking as he's like, a, and it was a dry fingering. It was, oh, it was like being fingered by a cigar. It was not, <laughs> oh, it was not, I actually don't even think he actually made it inside of me. <laughs> I think it was just the friction was just it was like uh, it was bad it was bad anyway it was so like dramatic in the way that it happened and then he left and I could just feel like the 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 remaining pressure Did, yeah. in me I thought no. I was pregnant <laughs> I was like, that was too dramatic. That was too much. That was too much of a sensation. He knocked some shit out. Yeah, I'm sure. Knocked some shit out the wrong spot. I'm sure. (laughs) And I really thought I was literally in the bathroom, like in my American Eagle jeans, like contemplating like what my next (laughs) steps are going to (laughs) be. How do I be a young mom? I want to know, like, did you Google after this happened? If you can yeah, get that's what, what my question was going to be. Can you get can you get finger blasted? Pregnant? I did. And I also Googled if you could uh, get pregnant from pre-cum, which you can. Mm. Yes. Yeah, you can get pregnant from pre-cum. This takes one. This girl didn't. <laughs> Love it. Well, it, it also was it, he would have to be. Real, he would have to have collected his. Pre-cum. I literally thought it just had to be in the room. I was like, if it's just around, right, right. <laughs> just floating in the air, it's going to like, it's like contagious in that way. Like it's going to make its way in my bloodstream somehow. <laughs> I have another question. Cause like f- women's fingers are AFAB, the, the little dainty little, dainty little, dainty <laughs> little, little ladies. Lele playing hands. <laughs> are we all showing yeah, our hands lady now? fingers. Okay. <laughs> I look at some men's hands and maybe this guy was like that. And I'm like, one of their fingers is two of my fingers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And and everyone says for fingering, you got to go with two fingers. Mm. And it's like, I don't think that's true with men. I just really disagree. I I'm I'm going to I'm going to say I don't know why I'm asking like we've got straight women in the room <laughs> who have like a lot of data. Is there a correlation between like dick size and finger girth? Mm. I don't know. Alex? <laughs> no, based on your own experience. There's a saying? Big feet. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. big feet beat big dick. We should find this out. Listener, right write in. Yes, Alex, please Google. Skinny tall dudes have really fat dicks. I yeah, do they that. do. Always? For the most part. Pretty well. I never like that's like a that. fact for sure. If they're like really slight, it's like all of their all of the energy that went to making them, if they're really slender, it just went all to their dick. Yeah. That's where all their body that's fat the science behind is. It. Yeah, that's official science. But if they gained weight, it would be removed from the penis. What? Well, that would suck. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Because like you're saying they have to be skinny and skinny is not a it's a skinny is no a i'm talking about the people changeable. that are that are just inherently genetically skinny and tall that they, it's almost impossible for them to gain weight yes those people have big dicks yeah i mean we did have a co-host gara used to say about their mm-hmm. boyfriend that he had and he's tall and very skinny it's a thing that thing's flopping. So there you go. There. We have one example. And so that means it's definitely, definitely true. <laughs> Wait, Jade, it's hard for me to imagine you having sex with men. I got to be honest. <laughs> I never successfully did. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because I was like, I thought you were going to be one of those lesbians that like just was never with a guy. That's the vibe that no, you have. No, I was like actively trying to get chose by mm. uh, dudes back in the day. And I think it was just because, I mean... I I was just an attention whore by nature mm-hmm. and yeah. I had like a cool vibe about me. And so I was like, oh yeah, guys would like me. And so I think yeah. like I wanted to have that experience to validate like me as a person. Um, it was almost, mm-hmm. I keep saying the word vibe check, but it was almost like if I can achieve this, then I can achieve anything. I don't know why I thought that way. Also, there was just around this time there, everybody was obsessed with sex. And so I kind of wanted to know what it was all about. I was like, why is everybody like tripping over this thing? Why is everybody obsessed over this thing? And so I had a lot of attempts, but never, no successful, none of them were successful. That in itself is a kind of a gay thought because I sometimes, even today, I'm like, I wonder what, because I've never had sex with a guy. I, I do often from like an almost scientific like inquisitive perspective. I'm like, I wonder what that would feel like. Mm. I wonder if that would be, if I could separate my attraction from it, I wonder if it could be a cool experience. But the fact that you're even like, what's this whole sex thing anyway? (laughs) That's gay. (laughs) Like that's very gay because when you're attracted to a woman, that's not what you're thinking. You're like, I have to fuck her now. (laughs) Like that's what you're, you're not like, what's this whole mm-hmm. vagina thing about? You're like, I just need it. It's not even, there's not even a thought in your brain. I was a big pick me girl. And I think the pick me girl to lesbian pipeline is very real. <laughs> I, yeah, it is. Seriously. Cause I, cause I didn't get it. I thought everyone was just like trying to do it. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, this is like, everyone feels this way. This isn't like just a natural feeling of attraction. It's like, 
oh, everyone's trying to get these guys to like them. That's what we're supposed to do as women. Yeah. And that was totally yeah. my experience in that I just thought every other girl felt that way, that like we were just playing a game of trying to get all the guys to like us. No, they actually like. Yeah, them. I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> a little later, I was like, what the fuck? OK, let's back they this were up. Enjoying the experience. <laughs> I, I remember for me, it was just like I have got to find one that I do genuinely like. Like that was my guy. Okay. I was like, if I could just make one acceptable to my own taste mm. and make him like me, that was a that was the second step. The first step was finding one that I could possibly you know, I was hoping I'd end up bi. That's what I was hoping. Right. I was bi for a few months. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I identified as bi for a solid six months. I'd say it's I had fun. a boyfriend and a girlfriend at the same time. Oh. Did they know? Homegirl was Polly. Didn't even know it. Yeah, they knew. <laughs> they knew. And oh the thing God. is, like, both of them knew. My boyfriend thought it was like, you know, oh, my girlfriend has a girlfriend. Like, that was him. <laughs> yeah. And then the, my girlfriend, who I didn't really even like that much, I think I was more of just like into the optics of having a boyfriend and a girlfriend mm. that I was like, I'm, yeah, you did need a lot of attention. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm into this. I'm into this. Uh, and no, she just wanted to be with me. But then I, I broke oh. up with all of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> At the same time, was it a conference call? <laughs> <laughs> Three way phone call. Hey, I'm going to have to let you guys go. We're just we don't have enough resources. Literally. At the moment. I should have. I should have. <laughs> what was the moment? When did you when did you come out? I'm sure this is on your content. And I apologize if you've answered this question 400 times. I've come out. I came out like officially, officially. Like maybe the day after I realized I was gay. At school. Like I came to the, like wow. we had lunch and we're sitting at the table and I was like, Hey y'all, I know I told you I was bi. Um, mm. fuck all that. That's not the case <laughs> anymore. Uh, homegirl's gay now. And, uh, and then I came out again to my parents when I was 19, strictly out of like convenience because I just got tired of holding up lies. I was like, this is a lot. So I'm yeah. just going to tell y'all the truth. I'm gay and I'm going to this girl's house and I don't want to yeah. lie to y'all anymore. And so that's why I told him. Nice. Well, were they cool? You know, it wasn't dramatic enough for me. Like my dad, my dad was like, you know, oh yeah, I already knew. I was like, shut up. That's like the worst thing you could possibly say to someone who just came out to you. It's like, make a choice, anger, sadness, like, happiness, something. And, and now you're trying to one up me when I, on my coming out. Oh yeah, I already fucking knew. Um, and then my mom, she was like, so you like really don't like men. I was like, girl, you don't even like men. So no. <laughs> and she was like, and then she took that time to give me the sex talk, but she was not correct about any of the information. She was like, okay, now AIDS and HIV, it's going to be way <laughs> It's going to be closer to you now. I was like, I don't think. (laughs) I don't think this is accurate. I do like that. She tried to take accountability, though, as a parent and responsibility. She was like, "Okay, well, I guess I have to do the sex talk and I'm going to just say what I know to be true. It was just keywords. It was like a word cloud. Just words. And (laughs) anything she's ever heard about gay people just gets thrown at you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She's like, you're probably going to want to work at a Home Depot. And (laughs) she's like, you're going to want to wear like beanies for protection just every day. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you, Jay. That was really funny. And 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 some vulnerability as well. 
Bree, did you have gay sex this week? Okay, so I have an exciting update for myself and my ego. And that is that a while ago on this podcast, I talked about how I did a BDSM test online. Yes. And it gave me yes. the rating of Michael Scott from The Office. Yes. Nice. I lost sleep over this. I did not sleep for a week. <laughs> I was traumatized, second guessing everything. My girlfriend was like, please stop like poking me with every object in the house just to prove right. that you're kinky. I was kinky. about to say, you, you, start, like, you start like trying to tie her up with random objects that you find <laughs> around the house because you don't have anything kinky. Like you have no, you have no ropes appropriate for it. You're like hitting her with a book. You're just stuffing grapes in her mouth. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anything to prove that I'm not boring and bad and vanilla. Honestly, I was I was really triggered by this, and I, out of recommendation, did another BDSM test that wasn't just some stupid like office character. I was like, I need well, a different. Well, we were result. joking, Jade, that like she probably didn't take the right BDSM <laughs> test because the results should not be michael scott so i think that what she did was she accidentally took an office themed <laughs> like buzz quiz buzz quiz you know test yes sexually which office character are you <laughs> yeah that no. sounds about right the thing seemed legit while i was taking it and then it was just like your results are michael scott and i was like what the <laughs> actual fuck kidding me so i took another bdsm test by recommendation by some friends of mine that was very thorough it took me like a fucking hour to do okay and i got the results now it does not tell me how kinky i am or what office character i am but it did tell me some interesting things and i think this is where it went wrong on the first test i've come to realize that i don't I want the other person to be enthusiastically engaged. I'm looking for power bottom energy. Okay. So in uh-huh. the previous test, anytime it was like reluctance or like, you know, in a sexual role play situation that they like are getting like embarrassed or they feel like they're being hurt physically or emotionally. I didn't like that. I don't want to, I don't. Right. Because the consent aspect of it is part of it. It's too much for me, even though it's role play. And even though it is adults consenting to those BDSM experiences that some people enjoy, it it was, I can't take myself out of it. Like I can't. It needs to feel joyful for you. Yes. I want. Okay. So this is exactly it. So it told me on this test, my number one is dominant, whatever, boring. My number two is brat tamer. Which I've come to realize a brat is when they pretend cheekily like they're not into it. Like, but they're, but they're into, but they're also letting you know they're into it. Like oh, egging man. you on. You're tapping into a fucked up part of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, so I'm very low on like things like, uh, masochist sadist the greater things like yeah, that yeah but i'm very high on like dominant brat tame brat tamer primal hunter i want to i want to primal. <laughs> wow <laughs> i want to take this test can you send yes, it to I me will. i imagine you just like the whatever that last one you just said was the <laughs> hunter gatherer whatever one that was like you just primal, primal hunter. hunter like you just walk up to a lake you stick your tongue out and you're like and you can like let's get a fish. go Yes, <laughs> like a bear. I'm just grabbing fish out of the lake, finger blasting with one hand, 
grabbing berries with the other. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I, there's something about this that really taps into a fucked up part of my brain because a fucked up part of my brain really likes a woman who is not nice to me. Okay. So you are a degrade. Yeah. You feel some, I can't, I can be, but like it's in, it's too real. Like it get it's too real. I, at the end of the day, I need someone who's really nice for a relationship. <laughs> so maybe you are the because brat. I, you are the brat because you want them to be kind of mean, but not like mean enough that it like feels too real. I have to take the test because all I know is when someone's a little bit mean to me, it triggers whatever fucked up relationship I have with my mom. <laughs> Her mom comes up a lot in this. <laughs> mom, this is a oh, thing. bro. I have done so much therapy. <laughs> I have been in therapy for way too long. I am way too Freudian and open about it. Because the reality is all of our relationships resemble our relationships with the people who taught us what relationships mean, which is our parents for most of mm-hmm. us. And my, you know, that's why for a long time I went after cunts. Right. Boom. Okay. I love <laughs> that you call people cunts. <laughs> I love that word so much. Oh. I also, I come from a long line of cunts. Jake. I love that for you. Do you think you're breaking the cycle or do you think you are also one? I am. You are. Okay. I am. Bra- I am a cunt. However, I know I'm a cunt. Mm. I'm like in program for it. <laughs> and I'm not going to pass along this problem to my children. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. And so... What I'm basically like when someone's like legit a little mean to me, it makes me horny in this very specific way where I'm like, don't get too close to that. (laughs) See, my thing is it's less of like being mean and more of just, you know how like you can have like a have like a like a banter with someone that say on a base level is like self-deprecating or just like you're just being kind of mean to each other. Yeah. In general. Yeah. Brie and me. Yeah, it's that. It's that for me. That I love, but then there's like a little bit of genuine meanness <laughs> that I'm lit- that I'm actually attracted to. I was just like, I'll see you there and I'll raise you genuine meanness. <laughs> Bully me <laughs> relentlessly. No, for real. I, I got into earlier this year, I was in a thing with a woman who was like a kind of like a little bit mean to me. And I was like kind of falling for her. And I had to be like, stop. Like you are about to enter a relationship that similar to ones you've had before with people who are genuinely kind of mean to you. You have got to stop. This is not going to be healthy. (laughs) So let's pump the brakes now. Do you think you could find like a nice person (laughs) in general, but then you could release that in the bedroom? Like if they were mean to you in a role play situation in the bedroom? Should I ask explicitly the, the, girl that i've been regularly fucking to be a little mean to me and see you absolutely i don't know if she's capable but that might be great because then that's the best of both worlds because it makes you horny in the bedroom but then she's actually nice and it's healthy outside of the bedroom yeah how did i turn your story into my story (laughs) no i love this this is great that was my story that that was my whole story and it was great (laughs) um all right that's homework for me i'm gonna take the quiz and i see your on Sunday, so I'm going to ask her. I'm going to say, hey. I love it. How do you feel? I cannot wait to see how she reacts <laughs> to that. She's not going to be able to do it. I can't wait. Just give her enough time. Um, like, don't do it in the moment. Mm-hmm, yeah. Give her prep. So I should text her now. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Let's see if Wanda Wanda didn't text me back. <laughs> surprise, <but> surprise. <laughs> just FYI. <laughs> I got Wanda, but I, you know what I said to her? I didn't go full force. I didn't text her, hey, can we talk about that time I made you come <laughs> 17 years ago? But I said, hey, can I ask you a potentially weird question? Oh. It's a weird question. I don't, it's not potentially She's like, weird. Ash, it's we've weird. gone different paths. Please stop messaging me. <laughs> Please, God. I'm back in India. Seriously. <laughs> I'm in India to escape you. Well, Jade, thank you so much. You were a fantastic guest. I'd love if you came back. Um, cause you were really, really funny and I know everyone's going to love this. Also, when did you move to Portland? I thought you were in LA. Long, long ass story short. I was in LA. My girlfriend moved back home to Oregon. Pandemic happened. My money got really fucking weird. And so mm -hmm. I didn't want to resign my lease. I ended up moving back or uh, moving to my girlfriend's family's house. That was a time. And then we moved here to Portland and it was supposed to be temporary and we're making it even more temporary cause we got to get the fuck out of here. And so mm -hmm. I've been here for like almost two years. Wow. You're like too many white people are coming up to me at all the stores and it's saying I'm leave. welcome here. <laughs> <laughs> it's too many haircuts in a day to digest. Thank you for the emotional labor that you've done at this grocery store for us. We appreciate you. Yes. <laughs> um, well, where can people find you? And keep up with you. You can find me on YouTube. Uh, just look up Jade Fox. I'll pop up if you go on YouTube and look up Made You Looks, all one word. That's my personal style. Fashion channel, uh, Instagram, I am Jade Fox. TikTok, I am Jade Fox. Just look up Jade Fox. And you you might find like some weird movie that pops up, but <laughs> everything else is oh. me. Pay no mind to that movie. That was, that was a different time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the movie? I think it's like a, a pretty popular Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh. I Is there an actor named Jade I Fox? I think there's a character named Jade Fox. I've oh. never, ever looked into it because I'm the only Jade Fox I'm looking there you into. Go. I'm looking into it right now. And yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like a character. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, now we know. Not super exciting, but we did find out. <laughs> yeah, we got there. Um, and then Bree, what, what do you want to plug? Butt plug. <laughs> You can find me everywhere at Brianne Williamson or my podcast at I Can Explain Podcast. And then listen, you little piece of shit. I'm going to need you to sign up for my text <laughs> alert because I'm going to I'm, I'm doing a special and I'm putting it on YouTube and I have to pay for mm -hmm. it. So get on the text alert. I'll tell you when the special comes out and go to Patreon.com slash WHGS to support the special. OK, it really helps. Yes. Woo. Thanks for listening. Patreon.com slash WHGS to support this. We could not do this on ads. We'd be we'd be deep in the hole on ads alone. Okay, so go donate a dollar. You can donate as little as a dollar a month. AshleyGavin.com for those upcoming tour dates. You get a text from me. I'm going to Pittsburgh, Madison, Minneapolis, um, Irvine, and we're adding even more. It's looking like maybe Buffalo, maybe Rochester, maybe Albuquerque of all places, Southern California, lots of cool stuff. And today, my gay thought, my, my gay thought this week is just um, gratitude. I'm navigating this new schedule and this new life. And I got to be honest, it's been taxing on my body, on my brain. And this new level of like social media interaction, there has been a lot of, you know, like some negativity, but there's also been so much positivity. So many of you have messaged me nice things in response to my newsletter. I write like a, a think piece basically every month in my newsletter. You can sign up at my website. 
And I wrote about doing a special on, on YouTube rather than trying to sell it to Netflix or um, HBO or anything like that because they keep rejecting me. And some of you have written back some really, really nice things and, and really supported me in this. Uh, truly, like it wouldn't exist without you. And I'm just so, so grateful for your kind notes. They, they really go a long way. And um, I hope you guys come, come to these shows and I hope you really open up and laugh and have a good time and just share in this community that we've made together. I, I just really, really appreciate you and wanted to take this week to let you know, like I read them, the messages, I see them and I'm just so thankful for you guys. All right. Have a, that was gay. That was fucking, that was gay, dude. That was so gay, bro, bro. Bro, that was fucking, that was gay, bro. That was fucking gay, bro.